for the final time this year, we are Aww. crime culture. That's true. Yeah. That's a little sad, but true. It's all right. On yeah. to bigger and bigger better, and better things. things. Yes. Perfect. The, the year of not yucking someone else's yum has, at the time that you are listening to this, concluded. And now we are... What did we say that 2023 is going to be, babe? Because I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. It was the day of uh, the year of me um, saying fuck it and doing the shit that I wanted to do. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I'm going to apologize for my voice in this episode. Um, (laughs) Elliot had a show last night and... I overserved myself. Haley balled too hard. I balled too hard, and I am too old to be doing that. And now I lost my voice. Um, also, also, by the way, you're Haley. I'm Caitlin. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, we're at that point. We're at that point, folks. We are. Um, and we are taking this last episode of the year to just have like a free will and discussion of some yeah. of the big true crime stories that happened in 2022. Yeah. We did it last year. Y'all liked it. I did not. I just realized that my voice sounds a little fucky-wucky. I did not ball hard last night, but for whatever reason, apparently I'm getting like sympathy gurgles or whatever. Okay. Sympathy gurgles. Love sympathy it. Sympathy gurgles. I don't know, man. I'm I'm not of this world. Yeah. Um, I am nothing but a space monster. Uh, but yeah y'all seemed to enjoy it last year so we figured we'd do it again this year and we have some special should we do our patreon shout outs now or later yeah you want to do the patreon shout outs yeah like let's 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 start it off on like a high note and then we can end it on a high note with our with our palate cleanser yes do we each want to do a palate cleanser this week sure yeah all right well so we'll each do one i'll think about yeah. one while we're yeah. recording yeah now i have time to think about one perfect <laughs> as opposed right. to last week when i was like fuck that's so, right we're doing this who we shout now for the final time in 2022 i don't know i thought you had the list <laughs> i just asked you if you wanted to do it we're doing it live i thought you meant do you want to do it now like not do you caitlin want to do it now but like should we do it now or should we do it later this is preparation at its finest I think I know everyone like off the top of my head, but I'm going to look at the list. Just yeah, I'm to be paranoid sure. that I'll forget somebody. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the also same. full disclosure. Patreon does a weird thing now that it mm-hmm. like it bills based on when you joined, but it also does like your benefits based on when you joined. So if someone joined towards the end of the month, it's gonna like not pop up on my thing for some reason. I don't know. It's huh. weird. Um, yeah, but. Our lovely patrons, we as always, we want to thank Travis, mm-hmm. we love, Stevie, Michaela, Megan, Ariana, Kim, Sarah, Janie, Catalina, Barbie, and Lucian. Thank you, ah! everybody, so, 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 so much. Happy New Year. Yes. Um, thank you to everybody. We love you. You made um, our year. You did. And whether you join our Patreon for one month, for one year, for a little while, uh, every little bit helps. This podcast is free for you to listen, but not free for us to make. True. So um, it just helps us out a ton when yeah. uh, when you join. Yeah. 
So yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. And that's the that's the gospel truth. Tis. Mm-hmm. Um. So let us jump into this. We're going to talk about some new cases first that happened. Um. And I think one of the bigger ones, um, that I think has shades of like Ted Bundy at the Chi Omega House. Oh, is this the Idaho murders? That's interesting that that is where you went with that, because that is not where I went with that. See, I think it sounds like when I was hearing the details of this absolutely horrible case. Mm-hmm. Um, should we should we get into the details first for those who don't who aren't familiar? Yeah. And you know what? I didn't realize now looking at the timeline, it looks like it starts on my birthday. Oh, which is not great. That's not that's not a present you want. Yeah, so Madison Mogan, Ethan Chapin, Shayna Kernodal, and Kaylee Gonzalez. Um, they're students at the University of Idaho. They lived in a nearby off-campus residence in Moscow, Idaho, um, mm. which is a college town, about 25,000 people. They also had two other roommates uh, yes. in the three-floor, six-bedroom apartment complex um, that were spared in this terrible yeah. murder. Uh, but somebody broke into their apartment and stabbed these four kids. Uh, it's fucking horrible. Absolutely horrible. But it's interesting to me that it makes you think of Ted Bundy in the Chi Omega house because my first like thought was, well, why were they? Why were those other two roommates spared? I believe one was not home at the time or perhaps both were not home at the time but even that that's all the more spooky to me no i think i think what i was uh reading and like the vague stuff that i've overheard is that um at least one if not both of them were in their room on like i think they were on the first floor floor yes and the and the the person that did this uh went just skipped those rooms and went upstairs yeah which makes but again that makes no sense to me like it yeah. really just i don't know i i i'm i'm my mind is boggled yeah and it's just it's rocking this tiny little town and yeah um i i they said it was done with um, like a K-bar knife, like a mm-hmm. very large knife. Well, and they didn't um, know that for a while, too. And they and and it was just like they were like, it's a super sharp object. It's probably a knife. Yeah. And I think um, some exes, like ex-boyfriends, girlfriends were, were cleared. Um, yes. So it wasn't them. Um, it's just it. I think it's it's shades of the Chi Omega thing just because of like a couple details that I heard. Um, not everyone who was in the house uh, was murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was done silently. Mm-hmm. So no one heard any like he wasn't like or whoever it was uh, didn't murder one person and wake everybody else in the house up as far as we can tell. Yeah. Um, it, and it's just it, random like mm-hmm. completely random doesn't seem to have uh any um like nefarious thing behind it like like i said like uh, it wasn't an ex-boyfriend or something like didn't seem like these kids really had any like major beef with anybody like i don't know it's just and it, of how absolutely horribly violent it was 
Yes, that's what really gets me is that it was so like, I'd argue unnecessarily violent and that the police were saying that this killer also could very well have like kept trophies as part of this. Yeah. Which is like, ooh, I don't love that. I don't think anybody does, but. Yeah. One of the, the coroner in the case told CNN she saw, quote, lots of blood on the wall. End quote, oh, when she arrived at the scene so this was a very intense and it act. takes so much we've talked about this before it takes so much power and energy to stab somebody yeah much less multiple people much less multiple times yeah that it's like this was this was a like the the definition of like a crazed killer this is this is some like scream to shit or whichever the one is that she's in college like it's just it's it's very it it it's it's real like it sounds like fiction and we know it's not fiction yeah but it sounds like fiction this happened uh, like the second week of november and we still don't know anything who did it yeah yeah and there have been a few cases that are still unfolding that are like that, where there are there there are people who are like being mass murdered, and it's just like I don't know, I don't know how we are in the year twenty twenty two, almost twenty twenty three, and it's like they're not like we. We are still having issues finding people. Yeah. Who like finding finding these murderers, finding the it's just it's so in a time where everything is like so accessible, it's like like we we've talked about in the past, like uh it was easier for serial killers to get away with stuff back in like the sixties, seventies, because there's no social media. It's easier for someone to drop off the face of the the planet. Like it's easier for people to get away with stuff, like go over state lines and not be found out. But like with all the technology we have, like there's there's nothing nothing so far that we found out. Yeah. I mean it's just it, it 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 and going back on what you had said about it it being easier for serial killers back then because i mean there are some pe- there are some suspected serial killers that people are talking about right now like in, i know there's one out here in california i believe it's in stockton um there's a lot like there's a lot of discourse about serial killers who are targeting or a serial killer who may be targeting trans people yeah um there there's it's even taken to like tiktok that there are black women who have been shot and killed in St. Louis or not in St. Louis, excuse me, in um, Kansas city. Mm-hmm. And there, n- nobody's even talking about that. That's yeah. not even on the news. Like the, like a local, I believe a local like pastor was taking to TikTok and being like, no one's talking about this. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it's, a, it, it just, it, it was so much easier for them back then. And yet somehow it's still easy now. Like we don't answer our doors and we have ring doorbells and we have all of these things. Well, we don't Caller have ring ID, doorbells because the ring like doorbells aren't safe. Yeah. 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 We have all of this shit. Like, I mean, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about, um, their case, like, but even like Abby and Libby and how they got, they, they snapchatted 
this guy who may or may not have killed them. Yeah. And it took so long to identify, spoiler alert, like whether or not, like who somebody, who it could have been. Yeah. And it's just, it, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't and, know. And there's going to be more of these stories that uh, are going to be unfolding this year that we don't really have all the answers to that are really fucking frustrating. Mm-hmm. Especially, mm-hmm. like, I love watching, we're going to get to, like, a bunch of true crime series that have come out this year, but yeah, one of my favorites was Unsolved Mysteries, the third series. Mm-hmm. And um, I love Unsolved Mysteries, but then at, we've said it before at the end of every episode, I'm like, it's fucking unsolved. Yeah, you you, you forget like, every, something know. you get got every time, every time. And it's just, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just frustrating because like, you want there to be a resolve for it. Yeah. And there's just not. Yeah. Um, but there is a resolve yeah there is a resolve on um, another case that happened i put it on the list of like uh cases that have been uh unfolding this year but it seems Mm -hmm. like it's come to an end the britney griner case it has britney griner is back in the u.s soil uh she was sentenced to nine years in prison after being convicted of carrying vape cartridges containing cannabis oil in her luggage uh when going to russia Mm -hmm. and uh that's fucking wild that she was in like one of those like russian labor camps yeah like season four stranger things i was gonna say you don't hear (laughs) about this except for on tv yes yeah um so she's back the u.s did a um a trade it seems yes they did victor bowett bout it was Mm -hmm. an arms a russian arms dealer known as the merchant of death which is like ooh, yeah not not a nickname you want no but it was only serving 25 year sentence in in a u.s prison yeah that's weird i don't know i don't know uh but apparently serving no we, more now yeah we weren't able to negotiate the release of paul whelan a former u.s marine who's been detained in russia for more than three years for allegedly spying uh despite efforts to include him in the swap so that's really unfortunate as well yeah yeah um but good that britney griner who basically did nothing and was sentenced to like one of the worst places in the world yeah uh is back now well and and that her wife who also i i believe she just graduated from law school so like that on top of that like what a badass bitch but like yeah that she and her wife that her wife worked so tirelessly was constantly meeting with president biden and i believe dr jill biden the first lady as well mm-hmm. um to to work on her wife's release and that she that she played such a key role but also that they're just like and i'm getting like emotional just like thinking and talking about it because like you know it's y'all i have had my period for three weeks um (laughs) (laughs) um, but it's it's just i'm so happy that they are because they only had been married for like a year at that point i believe too like i'm just so glad that they are that they were reunited and if you've seen those photos they are they are some photos like what look at your own risk because you will just like it's it's the best kind of homecoming yeah it's and she did say that um, she vows to do everything that she can to bring Whelan home. She said uh, in a statement, quote, President Biden, you brought me home and 
I know you are committed to bringing uh, Paul Whelan and All Americans Home too. I will use my platform to do whatever I can to help you. I also encourage everyone that played a part in bringing me home to continue their efforts to bring All Americans Home. Every family deserves to be whole. Yeah. Quote, which I think is very true. And and something else that I like that's not so much that, but she also is going to keep playing basketball. Yeah. Like it's not going to like this experience isn't going to get her down. And I'm just like, you know what? You fucking go. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm not even like suddenly I'm into basketball. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just I just I'm like. Oh, like what a what a fucking badass. But like the two yeah, of four them. years under arrest in in uh, in Russia, which is disgusting. Four years. Yeah. She said uh, she told a statement in um, uh, told CNN after the release. Um, oh, I thought you meant Brittany Griner. No, that's what she said. Wait, no. Cause wasn't she Hold just. On. I'm reading I'm reading the article as I'm speaking. Oh, no, that's Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan has yeah. been there for four years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No, Brittany Griner was literally like detained this year. It yeah. was like in February. But yeah. that's also kind of disappointing that like Paul Whelan hasn't. Yeah. More he hasn't been done. a celebrity. Yeah. Th- I mean, I think that's a, a huge thing. Yeah. But that's not to detract from because nobody deserves to be there. Like, no, you know absolutely what I mean? nobody. Like, Especially for detract. having like uh I think the the weed cartridges that she had were um, prescribed, something like that. I remember basically like something along like those it, lines. I don't think it was recreational. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I I remember reading something like that. I don't recall off the top of my head. So it is like, like her um, uh, transgression wasn't as bad as maybe what Paul Whelan was detained for because it was allegedly spying. So maybe mm-hmm. that's like a little bit more like a. Different. touchier thing to like get somebody out of but still but also, like four also years the, is is bullshit four years is bullshit and being sentenced to a labor camp for weed cartridges is also bullshit yeah i don't know if you can hear but there's some like, oh they're coming for you there's there's whooping outside yeah i was gonna say they're whooping it's a oh, new you know one what it me. is i think santa is coming down the street oh my God. santa i know him <laughs> Bean is not a fan. Bean, Bean is anti-Santa. Bean is very anti-Santa. Um, Bean says no Santa for me, mama. But very happy that the Brittany Griner thing has been a closed book. Resolved, yes. Yes. And then, what else do we have? Do you want to take the next bummer? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. That's fine. So obviously... Um, Right, right. I, I don't even know how to. I, like this, this shit shouldn't be happening. I guess is how I'll start. Um, as many people know, in November there was the Club Q nightclub shooting in Colorado. Um, it's it was an LGBT club, um, LGBTQ club um, mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs, and. It, it, it's <laughs> you know this is this is some this is something that's like this shouldn't this should not have ever happened yeah and this um, is also one of a gross amount of shootings that have happened this year we're not going to go into all of them because that's like the worst bummer no palate cleanser that we can give you will um cleanse the palate of all of that yes uh, but this one was 
rough. A, yeah, this one was a very big, very big deal. Yeah. Um, Especially and, in a place of such, like, joy and celebration. Like, yes. just a club where people are, like, going to, like, dance to music and have fun. And, well, like, and it's right around Thanksgiving. And people were, like, like um, I think the one of the gentlemen that um, helped stop the, the shooter uh, was no. there. Women. Oh, wait. No, I know who you mean. Yes. Yes. The gentleman. Yeah, it, it was the gentleman that has um, a brewery in Colorado. It was, it was about that. He was a vet. Yes. Yes. Um, I think he was there celebrating. Was it his daughter's birthday? Something? He was there with like a group and they were celebrating something. So it's just, it's a place of celebration and like you go there and then this huge fucking tragedy happens. Well, that's where you should feel safe. And then also, um, there's a, a remake of a series on, I want to say it's on Peacock that's queer as folk. And mm-hmm. it's, if you've seen the pilot, I believe the pilot is free to watch on Peacock. It very eerily mirrors the Club Q oh, okay. shooting. And it was actually like, it, it, I think it was meant to be inspired at the time by the Pulse nightclub shooting um, back in, what was that, 2016, 2017? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the first things that I thought of. But one of the things that I like, so obviously the perpetrator awful awful human being um killed five people injured i i saw everything from 17 people to 25 people um when the news first comes out it it, the numbers keep fluctuating yes yes um but i think that we do we do need to um instead of and we also have resources on our link tree if you would like to donate because this may have been over a month ago, but like people still need assistance. Yes. Um, this is the, the, for what is a moment in the media is a lifetime for others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that a, a kind of a, a positive of it. So yes, the dad who stopped it was Richard Fierro, mm-hmm. I believe. And then I'm not a hundred percent on because I read conflicting reports on who helped Fierro. Um because I mean there was a lot like for example like one of the dead people was Fierro's daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. Um yeah. like it, it it was like and uh, he was truly a hero, but another hero that I, I don't because I don't want to I've heard conflicting I or I, I read I guess conflicting um, reports and my cats are yelling at me right now and I don't know why I've heard conflicting reports but the other person who helped stop the shooting is I believe a trans person they were initially reported as being a drag queen but that is not accurate apparently but the okay. names that I was seeing were all male and okay. so I w- I'm not sure whether that's a dead name. And so I'm just not going to name them, not out of disrespect, but out of respect. I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Um, Again, this is this episode is like a year in the, review. Yeah, it's a year in review and on the fly kind of. Yeah, we're, we're talking about this from like a very, a very, we're not going in depth. We're going yes. very broad. Um, But sh- allegedly this person came over because fiero had difficulty getting the perpetrator to stop resisting and i will not be saying the perpetrator's name because fuck that person yeah um but 
this person came over and stomped on the dude with their heels and i'm like hell Fuck yeah, yeah. And that's how they that's how they apprehended the guy was fiero was trying to take him down and this person he needed help and this person came over like the fucking hero they are <clears throat> and curb stomped this motherfucker Fuck yeah and i'm like good good like i love this i love that um but yeah it's a uh, it's it's not a great one and once again resources are in our our link in our bio um it's you know you can't just yeah and then of course we also have um you know what we'll do another positive we'll do we'll do a we'll do a positive um the trump organization was found guilty this in in december Mm -hmm. i believe it was december 7th of multiple charges of criminal tax fraud and falsifying business records in yeah and that's the trump organization not donald trump yes Yes. but 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 the name is the same because he and his family were not charged but the company and the trump payroll corp yeah or trump corp and trump payroll corp were found guilty on all of the charges that they faced and they could face at most 1.6 million ish pardon Mm -hmm. me in fines um, sentencing won't be until mid-January 2023, but the verdict. Oh, hello! I, I <laughs> There's so many, if... so many outside noises happening everyone's, today. Everyone's going around. I, you know, um, the verdict is not just a big fucking deal because it shows that he is like, you know, like not a good dude. But spoiler the, alert: not a great dude. <laughs> this just in. Um, but no, it also, it shows, like, okay, if this is how he is going to handle business documents, like, look at how he also handled, like, or look at, if this is how his company handles business documents and financial documents, look at how he has handled uh, classified documents and uh, how he has tried to evade, or how his company has tried to evade sentencing for this, and he is trying to evade um uh per- repercussions for trying to overturn the 2020 election yeah and look at the accuracy of their records and financial statements and look at the accuracy of his shit and so it's just it's very it's very telling from that perspective and then also it's kind of a canary in the coal mine in terms of trump himself is facing a 250 million dollar civil suit from the new york attorney general that alleges that he and his children, his adult children, mm-hmm. um, were partaking in like a decade of fraud. So it's, surprise, it's surprise. just kind of yes, this seems like a drop in the bucket, but it's kind of just like it can it can very much I feel be like part the, of a domino effect. I feel like the walls are closing in. I'm and, hoping. Um, yeah, we're all hoping. Yeah, the, at the time of this recording, the January sixth committee has not yet given their. Uh, findings and their their sentences and their verdicts and all of that that should be coming very soon though that is coming yes that is coming very soon um Um, another another case that uh we covered this year um bizarre is um what the fuck's going on with ezra miller we need to talk about ezra we need to talk about ezra so we we covered the multiple confusing things going on with ezra miller um i believe that episode came out june 28th so since then um just looking at a vulture article that has a very like comprehensive timeline of stuff that's been going on um a woman named 
uh, identified as Nadia, alleges to Variety that Miller harassed her in Germany in February 2022. She and Miller had a consensual sexual encounter in 2020 and were friends for two years before. She invited them to uh, her Berlin apartment. She alleges that she was worried that the actor could, quote, somehow physically attack me physically, end quote, after she told them that they couldn't smoke in her home that night. Um, mm-hmm. That led to um, uh, an attack. Um, Nadia recalls, quote, I asked them to leave about 20 times, maybe more. They started insulting me. Uh, I'm a transphobic piece of shit. I'm a Nazi. It became so, so stressful for me, end quote. She has that Miller subsequently went around her house in a way that felt, quote, disgusting and very intrusive, end quote, mm-hmm. touching everything and spreading tobacco leaves on the floor. Um, yeah, so this goes on. That's uh, troubling and disturbing. Um, August 8th, Vermont State Police confirmed that Miller had been charged with um, offense of felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling in Stamford, Vermont, um, where he st- they stole um, several bottles of alcohol. Um, not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. This is based on this is like the little the little things like, you know what I mean? Like, this is just another drop in the bucket. Like, <laughs> it's it's. It's not little, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's just another thing and another thing and another thing. I mean, even, um, in October they pled not guilty to one mm-hmm. count each of burglary and petite larceny in Vermont. Um, and their That's neighbor, for the stealing of the liquor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like their neighbor, like as part of that, the neighbor, like they've known the neighbor for 18 years and the neighbor was like, I don't want contact with them ever again. Can you imagine like, yeah, y'all y'all. Um, but then also on a more personal note, um, let's just say that Ezra Miller, that, uh, I know someone who knows something and Ezra Miller also Warner brothers knew exactly where they were the entire time yeah and that is what i will say about that i told you that i told you more on that um if you're in the discord i can tell you more on that but yeah join our discord yeah that was that was not meant to be like a like join our join our discord plug but like Uh, message us on any of our social media facebook instagram twitter or our website and we will send you a personal invite link to our discord where uh you can just chat with us about just anything yeah um but But that was not meant to be an ad it was just meant like i just mean like i feel like any moment i'm gonna look no but like any moment i feel like i'm gonna look down and there's gonna be a little red dot like right over my heart and like warner and the brothers are going to be just like here we go yakko wacko and dot are just gonna be like yeah so uh i will say in august of this year ezra miller uh revealed that they were seeking uh treatment for quote complex mental health issues on august 15th miller publicly addressed their recent troubling behavior in a statement to people saying quote uh having recently gone through a time of intense crisis and now understand that i am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun undergoing treatment i want to apologize to everyone that i have alarmed and upset with my past behavior i am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy safe and productive stage of my life end quote so hopefully that is the end to any ezra miller updates and but every time we say it (laughs) i know i like i've thoroughly enjoyed movies that they've been in like obviously i love them as the flash yeah and the perks of being a wallflower Mm -hmm. of course we i did an entire episode on the stanford prison experiment that was like a 
a really great movie uh, depicting that horrible, horrible uh, yeah. event um, that they were it's, in. But like, it's just, it's just mental health but, issues are not yeah. an excuse for harming other people encouraging yes. harm towards other people i don't know just just spitballing thinking off the top of my head here not about anybody in particular anti-semitism um yeah. like for across the board it's no excuse yeah mental health issues do not cause you to be um an anti-semite kind no. of no. um oh, so i wasn't even gonna go there i, went I wasn't there. even i was like i'm not even gonna name names the, Yee is not even on our list. Yee, she says it's Yay. It's Yee. <laughs> it's Yee. Whatever. Oh. Yay is Y A Y. I'm talking to my grandma. Yeah, but it's Kanye West, not Kanye West. It's Yee. All right. <laughs> Just like Ghislaine Maxwell's Jizzlane. Jizzlane. <laughs> actually do you want to do you want to talk about that real quick um yeah. because that was one that we also were going to cover later on but i mean segues are segues and that's that so yeah yeah as we've said before as soon as we like cover something it seems like new news comes out and new news um, new news but we did cover Ghislaine Maxwell, and she was sentenced to 20 years in prison for assisting Jeffrey Epstein in sex trafficking. She was convicted mm -hmm. of conspiring with him to recruit, groom, and abuse underage girls. And I mean, 20 years, she's 60, so she'll probably be spending the rest of her life in prison. Uh, she was convicted in December 2021, and I look forward to her rotting in prison. I think it'll be a fun time. I for want her to fucking flip involved. on everybody, specifically a certain prince. Yeah, but like everybody though. Yeah, I want yeah. her to flip. Um, yeah. But also this year, um, there's been a new Netflix um, documentary about Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, mm -hmm. Ghislaine Maxwell, filthy rich. Oh, you can check that out on Netflix. Um, that premiered very recently, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that is. You one of our true crime doc uh recommendations for okay. 2022 um what else do we have what's like a good one oh uh oh, real quick one real quick um we did an episode on baby holly that was a cold case that was kind of um solved mm -hmm. this year so go and listen to our baby holly episode for more information on that it is episode 256 came out in uh, at the end of September. Yeah. So and then I've got some I've got some more positives that we can definitely hit up. Okay. Um for one thing. Serial well not serial killer, but killer Robert Durst. Yep. Died this year at 78. He died in prison Good in Stockton, California. For those who don't remember, um his his wife his first wife's murder was unsolved um but then he was convicted like of, of a very brutal murder of his neighbor who was elderly just like killed her and or killed killed them and and dismembered them and it was gross and um it was a, a friend of his 
Yes, yes. yes that's that's like. Um, and go he went. Watch, on, he, but he went on the run. It was like a whole thing. Sometimes yeah, he watched the as a jinx. woman. Yeah, the Jinx um, on HBO. It is. Yes, it's definitely one of the like top tier true crime docs. Obviously, it didn't come out this year. It came out several years ago. Um, but it is a very interesting look into that case yes. uh, with interviews with him. And he has a very noticeable tell when he's lying. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, just check that out and notice yeah. if Mr. Blinky and Mr. <laughs> Burps uh, can uh, kind of show you that he's fucking full of shit. Yeah. And he also has... looks like a fucking marionette puppet. Can I just say that? Yes. Yes. He's got I, a weird face. That. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, but that's not all. Um y'all may remember a little serial killer named herbert mullen hell yeah um i was gonna say i'd be surprised if you didn't i believe we've done an episode on him if i remember correctly or has he just been on the list forever unless unless yeah unless i'm hallucinating but no you know what we might have done we might have done a who would you cast oh we definitely we definitely did a who would you cast on him but you know what i mean um still still pulling i think dylan o'brien could play him um especially after all too well 10 minutes um but he died on august 18th 2022 in the california healthcare facility and like that's what it's called it's there's no other like oh he died in this facility like he just died he was 75 oh my god um, his last mugshot is haunting he's yes yes he <laughs> he did not age well prison shockingly is not good for the skin no um but so he died hell yeah we love it you love to see it um and then we've got one more pete this one goes out to our listeners across the pond particularly kim my cat is screaming and she just i guess is really celebrating this one uh peter tobin serial killer peter tobin died in the um he was taken from hmp edinburgh to hospital thought to be the royal infirmary of edinburgh and he died in october 2022 Mm -hmm. and honestly good for him he was not a good dude was just like decidedly not yeah i mean none of them were none of them were but like he he specifically targeted like schoolgirls. and like when you go after kids when you when you spoiler alert trigger warning when you when you rape and viciously murder kids it's just like you die where you're going if you thought prison was bad where you're going you're not going to be very happy but yeah that's yeah. i'd say some good news is that like you know what i think that let's rid these the world families, of these well and these families people. can these families can find peace that these that they're they can't get their children back they can't get their family members back but these people are gone and you don't have to worry about them ever getting released and you don't like we've heard horror stories about like people being released because they're elderly and it's just like no yeah no no it's bullshit um so or sick not even just elderly but Uh, but a case that we literally just talked about Mm -hmm. the delphi murders yeah had major updates very recently bless up and of course we like just talked about it and we were like motherfuck yeah (laughs) Uh, you want to get into the exciting updates? Yes, I'm. I'm. Fuck it. Like this is just. It's such a delight. 
is oh my god and my cats are screaming <laughs> and like they're truly they're just so for those who don't remember the delphi murders concerned abby williams and libby german who were 13 and 14 years old respectively and they were found dead in february 2017 and basically Authorities finally made an arrest of a suspect on October 26th, who was later revealed to be Richard Allen, a 50-year-old man who is now accused of two counts of murder in the commission of a felony. And he has pleaded not guilty to the charges. His attorneys Mm -hmm. actually said in a statement that he had, quote, nothing to hide. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. But also in November, there was a gag order placed. So prosecutors, defense teams, even like the family coroners, nobody can comment on the case publicly or to the media or post on social media, which makes sense because I know that... um, So I had seen some tweets from family members who were like, oh, my God, like they found my my daughter, my sister, my whatever's killer. Uh-huh. Um, and so according to the affidavit, though, he was on the trails at the same time as the girls. Um, uh, presumably, he may be the one who is telling them to go down the hill. And, lo- I mean, if you look at his mugshot and you look at even just the grainy um, like Snapchat footage. Yes. That was taken on the day. Yes. It's like it's similar yes it's definitely like like obviously i don't think i could make a a definite decision to be like yeah that's the guy just because like the video's grainy yes. it's hard to see but there's there's more there's more to it but the like, fact that he was he was definitely in that area at his clothes his clothes match what the person exactly. was wearing yeah. people saw like a dude who was in similar clothes to what he was wearing who was like covered in blood and mud walking in the area after what would have been the after he, he had murdered the girls yep. a a bullet that had been not like used but was like found near the girls bodies matches a gun of his yeah and it's just just a lot of circumstantial lot. evidence but yes it's like piling it's the up most to, a to point. go on yes yeah. it's the most that we can go on right now so i'm hoping we're all hoping that like these girls can finally get justice it's been it's been it'll be six years like i i just i i i don't know i'm hopeful but that's a biggie and we're keeping an eye yeah um another one that we're that's a biggie that we're that that has been solved Mm -hmm. um and this was one that was requested by travis and we can actually kind of get into this now so we're we're given priority to travis because travis is like one of our one of our higher ranking patrons so the way that we normally do things is we do a poll where our patrons talk about what they want to know about but considering this is an end of the year review we are specifically giving priority to travis and then everybody if you are listening to this and you are a patreon patron you're listening to us of a certain of a certain level in at the poll if you are at the poll level you're actually getting a early episode Mm -hmm. so surprise but yeah the boy in the box who was found dead in 1957 they knew nothing about him um in in the fox chase neighborhood of philadelphia they 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 literally they knew nothing they didn't know his name he was found naked he was found beaten i'm sorry i should have put a trigger warning before that they didn't know how old he was they felt that he was between seven and three years old he Um, was just referred to as the boy in the box he was really yeah ever yeah and and there were caretakers at the cemetery where he was buried who just like 
were stewards to his um grave yeah that, that just really like cared about him and like spent years just making sure it was clean and everything and they thought that it could have been like an immigrant they thought that maybe he was like a military child because military children are very often like targeted more mm-hmm. um but thanks to dna evidence a break was made in the case this literally like this month in december and he he was finally like i'm getting a little emotional like just talking about this but he was finally identified yeah um and again he was found dead in 1957 65 years later and they have finally identified this young boy as joseph augustus zarelli Mm -hmm. and he was apparently uh, a member of a prominent family or part or the dna was traced to a member of a quote prominent family in delaware county pennsylvania and yeah i mean his tombstone read america's unknown child and finally he is known um they they were able to find his birth certificate um like it's just he's finally been i'm getting chills yeah. just talking about this i mean there's I so much more- bad I hope more cold cases like this can be yes, solved. Yes, yes. And there, I mean, well, and there have been more cold cases, not obviously to this degree, but there have been more cold cases that have recently been um, not not like solved, solved, but like that have had breaks. Um, for example, Kristen Smart, mm-hmm. um, she, for those who don't remember um, Kristen Smart, she was murdered. I, actually... Hale, did we recently talk about this? Did we recently talk about Kristen Smart? Was she part I, of something? Because it rings a bell not just to... Maybe she's come up in another episode, but I don't think we've done a specific episode on her case. Yes. And also, um, I think we're going to be doing... We're probably going to do like a more in-depth episode on the Boy in the Box case. Yes. So, like again, this was a, just like a huge overview of right. of what that case right. entailed right but there's like little like twists and turns in that case that are very interesting but the Kristen yes. smart case yeah i it's, think it's come up a couple of times in like missing persons yes i think stuff. that's what it is yeah um because so she was murdered on may 25th 2002 she was finishing up her freshman year at california polytechnic state university san luis obispo and it was just a complete mystery she was uh, like nobody really knew what happened like she was just she she went to a party with her friends or without her friends excuse me they dropped her off um and she didn't really know anyone there and 2 a.m comes around she's passed out on a lawn two people find her they help her and like walk her back to her dorm and this guy Paul Flores joined them and offered to help bring her home. And that's the thing is Flores told the police that he walked her as far as his dormitory and then let her walk to her dormitory the rest of the way by herself and that he never saw her since. And she had no money. She had no credit cards. So there was no way that she could have like just like run off basically. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> as it turns out, Flores was her killer. and you don't say yeah and but they finally 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 
um, identified him and his trial took place this year and he was found guilty and he was supposed to be sentenced actually this month in December 2022. Why am I doing this? Um, He was supposed to be sentenced this month, but they just pushed the sentencing date back to March 10th, 2023. So we will be keeping an eye on this. But again, she was murdered in 2002 or, or in 1996 excuse me her body was found in 2002 she was yeah. she was i'm i'm getting my dates all mixed up i'm not of this world um she but she was murdered in 1996 it was her freshman year her body was found in 2002 i believe yeah. is what it was but he faces 25 years to life without the possibility of parole and that's not even like her body was never found i don't know where i'm getting her body was found her body was never found she was murdered in 1996 ignore everything else that i've said i am confusing her case with another case i think but the other thing is his dad ruben flores helped cover this up so a separate jury found him not guilty of accessory after the fact during they were they had a a dual trial Mm -hmm. um in in july but paul 100 percent is is convicted of murdering Kristen. her family is finally getting peace she is finally getting justice and he is going to be sentenced in march and i am very much looking forward to it yeah and i think one of the biggest cases in terms of um like true crime especially true crime podcasting is the adnan syed case yes oh Um, i'm so happy this one's yeah, great one. I mean, Serial, I think, was definitely, like, the premier true crime podcast um, to kind of put the genre out on the map. And, um, yeah, for that to finally come to a close and have, like, the podcast basically be one of the driving factors to that is just wild. And I think we're seeing that more and more that, like, um, some of these like serialized true crime podcasts are like getting really in there and getting yeah. uh, more interviews and more information and kind of like helping investigations, which is like insane. It's it's wonderful. Like I'm like this is the type of thing that we talk about where it's like this is how technology can be so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah i'm i'm just i'm really excited about all of this and then actually um another one that is not not um what's the word that i'm looking for like there's still positives but we've had some obviously there have been some horrific um we just we just came over the sandy hook anniversary yes um this year we are 10 years um in and I promise I'm good. We're good. All's good. Um, but we do have a couple. Um, what do you call it? We have a couple updates that are positive in that regard, as positive as it can be. Um, but first, obviously, I think we'd be remiss not to mention the Rob Elementary School shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it it was absolutely a horrific time and one of unfortunately many shootings we already talked about club q but yeah. um one of many shootings in 
our country this year. Um, this one in particular took place on May 24th, 2022. And it feels like a million years ago. Yeah, it really uh, does. Yeah. I almost forgot that was this year, to be completely exactly, honest. Exactly, exactly. Um, and an 18-year-old former student shot and killed 19 students and two teachers and wounded 17 other people. And that doesn't include his grandmother, who he shot in the face that morning at her mm -hmm. home. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's very, it's very hard. Um, Especially, yeah, when it's kids. When it's kids, yeah. And um, Not that it makes it any hard, like, less hard when it's, like, Club Q. Yes. Like, no, 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 no. But obviously, kids are a different Kids are game. completely innocent. They had, yes. like, the, they had nothing that they could have done yes. wrong yes they, they, they were, shouldn't they were have been fourth targets. graders yeah they there's were no reason graders. they should have been targets for any type of yes some of them had gotten malicious. had just gotten awards like yeah. it was like it was a whole thing yeah um but the those those who were lost are nevea Alyssa bravo jacqueline jalen Cazares, mckenna lee elrod jose manuel flores jr eliana amaya garcia um, Amari Joe Garza, Xavier James Lopez, Uzziah Sergio Garcia, Jace Carmela Luevanos, Tess Marie Mata, Miranda Gail Mathis, Alethea Haven Ramirez, Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez, Mate Juliana Rodriguez, Alexandria Anaya Rubio, Leila Marie Salazar, Jayla Nicole Seguero, Eliana Cruz Torres, Rogelio Fernandez Torres, and their teachers, Irma Linda Garcia and Eva Morales. Um I I just I I I have no real words about this one. Um I know that there is legal action being taken place. There are lawsuits that have been filed on behalf of families. Well, there was not the just whole thing. Ramos, there was the whole the, thing the with police. The, the police. The police would not go in. They were too yeah. cowardly. Um, the parents were not allowed to go in and get their children as shots are ringing out. I can only imagine yeah. how horrific that must be. Um, but in that regard... Yeah, you some, bring up Sandy Hook. Um, we want to talk about the fucking Yeah, we do. I want to bring asshole. up. I want to. I want to bring it up because you know what? You just you fuck around. You find out. Talk and shit need get some, hit. Talk shit get hit. The whole nine. And I think that we deserve to put this onto a positive note. Yep. Um. So Alex Jones, <laughs> this motherfucker, um, <clears throat> he has. He has perpetuated a lot of conspiracy theories over the years, but including one about uh, several about Sandy Hook, that it was hired actors, um, that it was all giant like, hoax, false flag crisis actors. Some of the, the uh, yes. things he referred to the the shooting of children. Yes. As, yep. Yes. Um which like I know that I've mentioned this before, but for those who are new, like I grew up right by Sandy Hook. I remember exactly where I was. I the children that I nannied for had friends who were siblings. My uh, we have we have family friends who had family members who were killed. Um, one of my neighbors was killed. Like it, it's 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 a whole thing. Um, but on August fourth, twenty twenty two, two Sandy Hook parents were awarded four million dollars in compensatory damages and i remember reading that and i was like really four million that's it i was i was yeah. fucking pissed i was fucking pissed well the next day the jury 
came back and said, actually, you also owe $45.2 million in punitive damages. So we are just under $50 million now. Um, and their attorneys did originally seek $150 million, but still much better than $4 million. But then a second trial yep. began in Connecticut this past September. And that brings up Alex Jones's tab to almost $1 billion because yep. on October 12th, a jury awarded the 15 plaintiffs a total of $965 million. And the judge subsequently added almost half a billion more in punitive damages. And there's still a third trial that's coming. And yeah, and it's not it's not like the reason that this is happening is not just because these poor parents their children were ripped out from underneath them. It's not as it's not that they had to go through that horrible thing. They now have to go through the horrible thing of people coming up to them being like you're a crisis crisis actor. Your mm -hmm. child never existed. Mm -hmm. Like that's now what they have to deal with in their everyday life. Yeah. Like some people do not believe that their children was were taken from them. Yeah. That is disgusting that somebody could say that. Yeah. It's fucking, it's, it's awful. That's I've, not, I've had people say like it in conversations little, and I'm yeah. like, no, no, That's not a funny little not. conspiracy theory that's like, oh, the moon landing is fake. These are it people's was on the stage. No, these are people's lives. These are people's like, children real children that were family taken members from them. yes yeah um to sit there and say like oh this isn't real when you are in like a fucking like right-wing studio somewhere talking to a camera it's yeah. like no you don't you have no clue what happened no um but that's not the only win for the Sandy Hook families this year. Um, they also had sued Remington, the maker of the AR-15 that was used by the killer mm -hmm. to to commit this horrific, heinous act. Um, and Remington settled with them this year in February and they were they settled for seventy three million dollars. OK, um, so again no amount of money yeah nothing is going to bring these kids back nothing is going to make it better yeah um but i think the only thing that is going to make people like stand up and take notice and like do something about this you got to hit them in their wallets like yes yeah. that's, that's uh, honestly sadly the only way that something can possibly get done yeah yeah um but yeah, so that was that was another one um, that was just kind of like, I mean, and it feels silly to even call it that, but just a win. Um, and we've still we've still got more, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But because then also Nicholas Cruz, who did the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas um, or committed the the shooting at Marjorie Stoneland Douglas. Mm -hmm. um, he his trial also occurred this year. Um, it, that the the shooting in and of itself occurred in February 2018. I believe it was on Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, and he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, and there's still like a lot more. In information that still has to he was he was um or i should say he was he avoided the death penalty 
Yep. But the jury recommended in October that he be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He has been in jail since 2018, and he was also Mm -hmm. sentenced to 25 years in state prison after he pleaded guilty to attacking an officer in the the jail he was in in november 2018 yeah um so he's already just just you know he's he's already made his bed he's already laying in it um yeah but it's it's very i mean i know that a lot of parents they were kind of against him being they a lot of parents wanted him to get the death penalty because they were like life in prison is exactly what he wanted um which i can understand um but i think that also i think he should have to sit there and think about what he did i know that that was the greatest torture as a child um at least for me i i think that that is the best like the course of action uh, because the jury did unanimously agree that he was eligible for the death penalty there was no doubt that he didn't possibly deserve the death penalty but they could not come to an agreement on whether or not it should be enacted um so he was given life in prison without the possibility of parole um in on he was sentenced to it on november 2nd 2022 um so you know there are yeah. some there are some positives in all of yeah. these negatives here and let's talk about a case that we talked about again this year the um Lori Vallow Chad Daybell case mm-hmm. uh we talked about earlier i think it was like over the summer or something like that let me see what we have here uh it was in april April yes. 26th of this year, we we talked about uh, the broad strokes of like the Vallow Daybell case. So yes. the a real uh, quick, do you want to do a real quick reminder for those? Who yeah, don't know? Uh, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell um, were accused of murdering um, uh, her. Children. I think it was, it was it was just her children, right? Yeah, yes, they didn't have cho- children. It wasn't her. They did it not have children, children together. together. Yeah, um, uh, Tylee Ryan. Mm-hmm and jj vallow yes yes yeah uh different fathers yeah um so that trial i mean that case was one of those whirlwind things every single day there was like oh well like new information was coming out but finally uh the daybells will begin their 10-week trial on april 3rd of next year uh postponed from what was supposed to be next month right um so Lots there of was a lot of yeah there was a lot of talk about uh could Lori Vallow be competent to stand trial is determined that yes mm-hmm. uh she is um so that will finally be moving along yep. and i'm sure that we will get minute by minute updates on oh, what the fuck is yeah. happening with this oh absolutely yeah yeah um and then there's a couple uh, other trials yeah happening a couple, a couple fucking others bullshit danny masterson yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how that one turns out and similarly paul haggis because both of both of them are alums of scientology mm-hmm. um paul haggis for those who don't know i know that people may be more familiar with danny masterson um because he was on uh that 70s show he's yep. an actor um big into scientology but another um 
alleged sexual assaulter who was not even even Scientology could not protect him is Paul Haggis, who is a director. Um, He's literally he's he's pretty I'd say he's pretty known ish. Um, He's he's won Oscars. He did crash million dollar baby um i'm trying to think like he he's just he's 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 pretty he's a pretty well-known writer and director mm-hmm. um but he he was convicted this year i'm not laughing because like it's funny i'm just laughing because it's like this guy really thought that he could get away with it and he was found guilty of three counts of rape and sexual abuse um, it only took the jury six hours for them to unanimously be like, you did it, award the plaintiff no less than seven and a half million dollars in compensatory da- compensatory damages. Um, and that doesn't even include the punitive damages like that was just give this to her. Um, yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's it's a it's an I think it's an indicator of what is to come. Um, yeah but it's also bullshit that i think like the church of scientology can just like sweep in in some of these cases and like oh yes just remove anything and just be like nope everything's good yeah well it's like it's like leah remini's tireless efforts to find out what happened to shelly miscavige david miscavige's wife uh for more information on that listen to a podcast called someplace underneath and yeah yes. uh, their first couple episodes were all about um shelly miscavige um really good in-depth look at that um but yeah i i don't know wasn't there something called the separation between church and state so i don't really get mm-hmm. how like the church can come in and any church can come in how any church yeah. can do that yeah um, that any seems, religious organization seems a little fucked yeah um a little less fucked so Two of the officers who were involved in the murder of George Floyd on May 25th, 2020, um, for those who aren't as familiar with the case outside of the U.S., um, he is the black man who died after another officer whose name I'm not going to mention because he doesn't deserve it, um, kneeled on his neck while arresting him. Well, not even for like arresting nine, him. Yeah, for like nine minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so Jay Alexander Quang pled guilty to aiding and abetting second degree manslaughter in exchange for a murder charge against him to be dismissed. Um, and Tu Tao, who had ac- actually previously told the judge that if he pled guilty, it would, it quote, would be lying, end quote. He opted for a stipulated evidence trial on the aiding and abetting manslaughter count. Um, So basically they've both made deals. And if Tao is convicted, the murder count, which would be like 12 and a half years in prison, that charge will be dropped. And so it'll be. And then there's a fourth officer, Thomas Lane, who was convicted of federal charges in February 2022 and pled guilty to state charges in May in George Floyd's murder. So basically George Floyd is getting his justice um and unfortunately nothing will bring him back and this is it's it's not it's it's a best case scenario based off the outcome but at the same time i think it also 
kind of serves as a reckoning over you are not immune even if you are law enforcement to yeah. repercussions and i i just i hope that this brings his family some peace um i think we both do but yeah definitely it's, it's yeah it was a it was a big it's been a big year and then um to close out the cases let's talk about bill cosby because yeah 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 last year <sighs> last year his conviction if you remember got overturned um i believe yep. it was with prejudice which means basically it can't be brought back into court um montgomery county pennsylvania district attorney kevin Steele requested for the supreme court the u.s supreme court to consider whether or not to overturn the pennsylvania supreme court's decision to overturn his conviction which was for three counts of aggravated assault um when he made when Steele made this request cosby's attorney filed a response in late january 2022 urging the supreme court to decline which they did on march 7th 2022 but cosby's not quite done yet so in 2014 judy hooth filed a civil suit against cosby in california alleging that he had also sexually assaulted her in 1975 when she was 16 Mm -hmm. um on january 21st 2022 a jury finally ruled in her favor only took them three days to deliberate i mean that's not like the hours that it normally takes them but still Mm -hmm. like considering all of everything that's been around this case like they deliberated for three days in her favor cosby was ordered to pay five hundred thousand dollars in compensatory damages but that's not all so also this year literally this month in december january 5th 2022 um Five women filed a lawsuit against Cosby in New York State Court, accusing him of sexual assault and abuse um, included in those. Um, the, so the, the women who are filing the suit are Jewel Gittins, Jennifer Thompson, Cinder Ladd, and two actresses from the Cosby show, Lily Bernard and Eden Turrell. Um, and the suit not only names Cosby as a defendant, but NBC Universal Media, Kaufman Astoria Studios, and the Carsey Warner Company, which together ran the Cosby show. Um, and it accuses Cosby of assault, battery, infliction of emotional distress, false imprisonment, and false imprisonment. And then it accuses those three companies of negligence. Mm-hmm. Um, so he may... Basically, this was filed <laughs> under... So in November 2022, New York five New York passed the Adult Survivors Act, which gives adult mm-hmm. survivors of sexual abuse a one-year window to sue their abusers, even if the statute of limitations of has, has a statute of limitations has expired. Okay. Um. So it's very similar to the Child Victims Act of 2019, which gives a two a two-year victim. Um. Which is that that act, the Child Victims Act of 2019, is how Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein were able to get sued. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so the lawsuit is I'm not going to get too much into it because I'm sure that we'll be doing an episode on it. But basically, these these women had smaller roles and it's the same M.O., um, like drugging for some and inappropriate touching or rape for all. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, it's it's the dude he's not a good guy he's simply not a good guy yeah um, and if you want more big information 
if you want more information on that, a documentary that came out this year, which we're going to segue into talking yes, about some will. true crime docs, is uh, we need to talk about Cosby. Yes. So definitely check that out if you want more info. Obviously, you can just do a quick Google search and of course. you'll get a flood of information. Um, but there's a couple of true crime docs and series that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Some ones that I saw and thought were really interesting. Um, obviously, uh, we talked about um, Anna... Uh, what's her name? Delvey. Inventing, yeah, Anna Delvey. Inventing, inventing Anna. Anna. That's, so um, yeah. we talked about that. Pam and Tommy we talked uh, about. Such a good series. Yeah. It was so good. Like just, And Pam Anderson has a documentary that's coming out also. Yes. Um, um, we also did, uh, we talked about the Bling Ring this year. Yes, And we did. the Bling Ring Hollywood Heist came out. Mm-hmm. And, and Unsolved Mysteries premiered this past October season three. Yes. That was a biggie. Friend of the Family premiered. I believe that was last month. And that's based on um, Abducted, Abducted in, in Plain, plain Sight. sight. Yep. Yes. Uh, the, uh, Watcher. the Watcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of a bummer, but uh, yeah, it, it premiered. Um, <laughs> Dahmer, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey also Dahmer story. Uh, also a bummer in terms of like, y'all, like Ryan Murphy, do your, do your fucking. Ryan Murphy puts your like shit. a little bit of effort into something and then just like lets it go. It's like I did um, some. Yeah. Under the Banner of Heaven we talked about. Uh, yeah. We talked about that case. Um, one that I really liked. That was, was a case that Camilla um, had a connection to under the man. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, one that I really, really liked was The Girl in the Picture. Yeah. Very twisty turny. Uh, it's on Netflix. Definitely go ahead and take a look at that because it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist, the Manti Teo. Yes. Uh, like yes. catfishing one. That was really interesting. I like yes. that. Um, some really disturbing ones were our father yes. and keep sweet pray and obey yes those are both on netflix yes uh so is the untold manti teo that one is that one's on um on netflix as well mm-hmm. um what and about the, some of the ones that you watched um so pam and tommy was a big one for me um the mystery of marilyn monroe the unheard tapes which we will be doing an episode on at some point but if you ever want to get like really fucking pissed at how horribly the, just the world has failed this poor woman um that is that is one that you can watch that you can get yeah. really really mad about mm-hmm. um and that's also on netflix um and then it, it and it's got a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb and a 36 percent tomato yeah tomato meter rating on rotten tomatoes and an 84 percent google score um and a 26 percent audience score but personally i i will say there was a podcast that did not come out that year uh, or this year, um, but it is also it it is also very good, and it is called the Killing of Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Um, and so, if you like that docu series, you you will love love this um, podcast. Yeah. Um, because it, that's what really got me into like, wait a minute, like this girl got fucked over, like terribly so. And um, I will say a couple of uh, docs that came out this year, or series that came out this year, um, just a little teaser of stuff we're going to be talking about in the year to come. Ooh. Um, if you want to get a little uh, ahead of the game, you should probably watch The Tinder Swindler. Yes. 
Um, you can watch the girl from Plainville. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's a big you one. You can also the watch the staircase. The staircase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Candy. Um, candy. And also, um, one that I haven't watched yet that is definitely on my list. I think it's. I think because it's not on Netflix. I think it's on Peacock or something like that. It's called Captive Audience, and it is about Carrie Stainer and uh, Steven oh. Stainer that we talked about. One of them was the boy that was kidnapped and held captive for yes. many years, and yes. then his brother ended up being a serial killer. Yes, it's on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, Hulu's not usually my go-to one. I usually go to like Netflix. But mm-hmm. um, Captive Audience definitely need that is on my list to watch. It came out this year. Also, uh, which was horrifying, Jimmy Savile, a British horror story. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that. Another big one for me, I Am Vanessa Guillen, which is on yes. um, Netflix. And that is, for those who remember, the um, the the um, army, the, the, the army soldier who was murdered, first harassed and then murdered at Fort Hood military base here in the yes. U.S. by a partner. Um, and it was her family had to fight so hard to find her justice. Women in the military women of color people of color in the military just they all face such terrible um what's the word that i'm looking for just just treatment and uh just there a lot of a lot of just it's not a good time it's not a good time unless you're a straight white man um or straight white passing man um but it that's that's one that's on Netflix that's um we had several listeners tell us that we should watch Killer Sally on yes, Netflix. Yes, in our Discord we were talking about it. In our yep. Discord, yes. And so I don't know, maybe y'all should maybe y'all should take a little look see. And, and one that look into uh, that. Uh we're not stoked to talk about uh, we the Casey Anthony have been asked, bullshit. Yes. We have been asked yeah. to talk about it. And so we refuse to watch this one because we're not giving this bitch a cent and she had her house foreclosed on like you know that she's doing this for the money i didn't pay uh to watch on peacock i've seen some clips let me just tell you if you want to know any information about this you can watch the trial footage for free on youtube you can Uh, she says nothing new and you know what i'm gonna say it uh allegedly if she was not um involved in her daughter's murder um she probably wouldn't have uh done this fucking yeah shit yeah whether it was on purpose or not i if think that do- i think it- that if you think that you and and her father i think is is equally culpable like he was a cop he knew what he was he or he would have known allegedly what he was doing but if if whether it was an accident whether it was on purpose there was definitely an attempt to cover it up and if you really think that you can cover something like this up that nobody's going to have questions where your child is you must be stupid like and also she covered it up in the stupidest way possible that's what i'm saying Uh, sandy the fucking nanny like i'm still on that how many years ago did we do this episode yeah uh and the cops didn't know to look at the firefox because they didn't know it was an internet browser where she looked at she looked up how her 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 basically how to murder her child she she Um, was in a relationship with her lawyer jose Baez, like yeah and nobody nobody like said any of this and like and then like her dad may or may not have helped her cover it up and she turns around and she blames her parents like it's a whole thing but bottom line whether you choose to watch it or not totally your call we're not going to tell you what to do but personally we are not going to participate in something that is such a blatant mummy grab and from what we have researched on this this um 
special, I guess we'll call it. There is nothing new. She doesn't yeah, talk Casey about any Anthony's, of this shit. Casey Anthony's a piece of shit. She so just I'm comes not, back and plays no. the victim like she has been ever since her daughter went missing. And quite frankly, I'm tired of it. Yeah. Um, but I think that covers it. I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff that happened this year, but um, oh, yeah, we're but already got, like over an hour. Yeah. So um, we've yeah, we've got a we'll, we'll be talking a about a lot of stuff in the coming year. Um, if you want to stay most up to date, you can. I would say if you want to stay most up to date, you got to join our Discord because yeah. that is um, where we'll post a lot of like just stuff we're talking about, crime stuff. Um, we talk about uh, documentaries that are coming out. We're talking about stuff that isn't even crime stuff. We mm-hmm. shoot pictures of our pets. Yeah, uh, it's a fun time. Again, message us on any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. Reach out to us via email, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Um, we will send you a link and you can join our Discord. Discord is free, by the way. Um, it takes a little bit of figuring out how to make it, how to go to all the channels and everything, but yep. you'll find it's very, very simple. Um, yeah. And... It's really fun and welcoming and everyone's really nice. Everybody's been so nice. Everybody is truly like, like we love this little community and we're so thankful for all of you. And yes. truly like we can't begin to say how much like truly. I just, I can't. As we, as we enter the fifth year of the podcast, which is crazy to think about. Um, yeah, we're very thankful for everybody that has listened to one episode that has listened to every episode um that has reached out to us in any capacity we are very very thankful for all of you and we hope that in this next year um we give you a lot more stuff that you will find interesting yeah um but we've talked about a lot of bummers today so uh let's give some palate cleansers hell yeah uh, do you want to go first? Yes, I really, really do, actually. Okay. I'm excited <laughs> um, now. All right. <coughs> HBO Max. Um, this okay. is true crimey, but not. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I'm on an Agatha Christie kick right now. Um, Ooh, yes. Like oh, that, well, you, that book in that book that club was, that I've yes. been reading, Midwinter Murders by Agatha Christie, mm-hmm. finished it. It's fucking bomb, y'all. Like, if you like, a, if you like a cozy winter like story it's a collection of short stories that are all like stuck inside in the winter but like all the fun of winter without any of the like winter um like that was your last palate cleanser it was that's what i'm saying i finished it it was great but in my book club they meant one of the members mentioned there is a movie called see how they run which is currently on hbo max i watched it the night before last and Oh, y'all, you, if you have HBO Max, you should totally watch this movie. It is delightful. It is fucking delightful. Um, It's got Adrian Brody. It's got uh, Sam Rockwell, who was in Three Billboards Over Ebbing, Missouri, which we talked about that case that it was based on. It's got Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Mm -hmm. like inertia. I'm obsessed with her. Lovely Bones. uh, Brooklyn. uh, Atonement um like you ladybird Lady Bird. like i'm i'm just so 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 into her um but yeah highly recommend this movie um i don't know why yes. i looked it up on imdb briefly it's got a six and a half out of ten on imdb and i don't think it deserves that but i will say i would um i i i would enjoy this movie i would enjoy that book if you're not a book person watch the movie if you're not a movie person read the book the books they're not related 
in terms of like the stories or whatever, but it is very like like they're both like they're both Agatha Christie okay. based. Um, this is like a pl- a movie about a play. Yeah. And this is and then this is just Agatha Christie. And I think actually some of the stories in the Agatha Christie book were originally screenplays or, or plays, just theatrical plays. Uh-huh. Uh, but regardless, highly, highly, highly recommend watch. See how and they this run. Is, this is not my uh, my palate cleanser. It's just because uh, it it brought back to mind. You talked about uh, HBO Max and a movie. Uh, I watched Don't Worry, Darling. Um, can we talk about it on the Discord? Because I have some thoughts. One of yes. them being, what is Harry Styles' accent? Um, more on that in the Discord. But my palate cleanser for this week is um, a docu-series. I think it's only, th- it might be three or four parts. Uh, short, though, 30-minute uh, episodes on Netflix called uh, Pepsi or Pepsi Where's My Jet. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elliot and I just watched it. It is about um, Pepsi did a campaign in the 90s where it was like, oh, you buy Pepsi and you get Pepsi points and you can redeem it for like T-shirts and hats and sunglasses and stuff. Well, at the end of the commercial, a kid lands a Harrier jet uh, in front of his high school and it says it's seven million points for the for the jet. But there was no disclaimer saying, oh, LOL, just kidding. Like so one kid, uh, 20 year old college kid figures out a way to get all of the points and uh goes after pepsi to cash in the points for this jet and it's a really fun funny docuseries like we had elliot and i had a lot of fun watching it yeah it is so much fun uh definitely palate cleanser if you need something to like not think about crime yes (laughs) Yes. oh and yeah if you want a non a non-crime i'm sorry that i keep throwing in things i'm just very excited about a lot of things right now uh, weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Oh, yes. The Yankovic story. On Roku, it's free on Roku channel. Oh my God, y'all watch it. Like, yeah. it's it's Daniel delightful. Is and yes. And amazing. He does, and, and Weird Al had such a big, like, role in the making of this, this movie, obviously, but he styles it like a documentary, like a, like a crime documentary. Yeah. And it's the funniest part because he's like the, the, the chillest dude. So yeah. none of it's real, but all of it's funny. And highly recommend but love it yeah that's it that's yeah us. so that's us and we're gonna see you in the new year ah! which will be next tuesday new year same us see new you year, year. next tuesday oh bye, bye. bye.